welcome, welcome everybody to uh, an exciting week. You are with your humble truth-seeking host, Ralph DeLugas, and this is Stranger Than Fiction. Um, where to start in this crazy world of ours? I want to, I guess, start with the news. I try to do that some weeks. I want to talk about where we are in what I'm, I'm starting to call the great day of take it away. Um, the long prophesied uh, days of sorrow, which are going to be followed by the most amazing days ever. And I'd like to focus more on those, but I, I think it's important to know where we're at. And we've definitely crossed a few milestones, even in the last couple of weeks. Um, but before we start with that, I want to visit a few articles here that, that the academics have descended from their thrones. One, actually, I think Brian and Joe, or maybe it was just Joe, Brian, do you remember sending me that link on this cube out in the middle of the desert? Um, I spent a little bit of time looking at it. There's almost, there's very little to see there. Um, as the story goes, the, there's a, a highway patrol or department of land management or whatever. Um, one of the kingdom of Satan's helicopters was flying over the, the, the desert counting sheep, which why we paid millions of dollars for helicopters to count sheep would be another topic for another day. I bet Brian could probably better address that. But anyway, they're flying in this helicopter, handful of these guys counting sheep, and they find this, this rectangular, tall, obelisk-looking stainless steel box thing. And the article here, it was actually made national news. Um, uh, this kind of stuff, I, I wonder, I don't know, maybe my mind overthinks things, but I almost wonder if they're somewhere in the vast departments of the CIA's and the BBG's dark towers of media propagation, if they maybe have some R&D departments where they just dream up stuff like this, stuff like this to throw the sheep. Um, this There was everything wrong with this. Like if the CIA wants to, or, or the BBG or the media, whatever you want to call them, um, if they want to give us a story to oogle and awe over, if they want to, if they want to do a, a false flag, um, oh, megalithic uh, story or scam or whatever you want to call it, they would definitely be very well fit to do so. They have all, they have decades and decades, generations of confiscated information on all these civilizations and technologies. The problem with this thing is it's very poorly done. The geometry is terrible. Not even for a Temple of Baal would this qualify for anything that I've ever seen. I, I really think um, this is a test of the uh, Sheeple Reaction Media Network and only a test. I think they look at this and go, how would they react? Here we have this brushed stainless steel box. Now, if it is stainless, it wouldn't look for, like that for more than a few months. It's all shiny. And the guys that found it, did you notice that, Brian? They were just like, I was like, dude, go back. And I was like, whoa, it sounded like Bill and Ted's Big Adventure. It was just ridiculous from top to bottom. If you live in Utah, don't spend a minute of your time seeking this thing out. I think it was made in a high school shop class. There are things out there in our world to, to, to have great wonder and awe over. But in my opinion, this is uh, another good example of why we've got to be really careful of believing what we read in the media. I mean, I could well be wrong. Maybe little green men built this and I could be completely full of crap. I don't try to pretend to be an expert on this, but this thing smells terrible. I would disregard it. Um, article in Nature Magazine, headline, hints of twisted light offer clues to dark 
energy's nature. Cosmologists suggest that an exotic substance called quintessence, it's a spinoff of that word, but anyway, could be accelerating the universe's expansion, but the evidence is still tentative. Um, you know, this kind of stuff just drives me crazy. Um, they suggest that the twisting of light, this is reading from the article, which they identified in data on the cosmic wave background, or CMB, which, by the way, there is, if you want to, if you're kind of a nerd and you like space and you want to know more about the cosmic microwave background, go, go to that brilliant real scientist, the scientist that invented the MRI. Um, he has a, a page called Sky Scholar. He's a little hard to follow. He's a brilliant man who does real science, looks at observations, and uh, draws real conclusions of merit. He talks extensively about this cosmic microwave background and all the dribble that they pull from it. Um, he's awesome. But anyway, um, this Planck Space Telescope, or Planck Space Telescope, um, observed the acceleration of the universe that it could be produced by cosmic quintessence. And qu I can't say that word. It's really long. <laughs> An exotic substance that pervades the co cosmos. Okay. Mind you, this is completely made up at best, right? They're, they're, they admit here that they're, they think this magical substance, uh, which is like dark matter but not dark matter because dark matter has been proved wrong every way but sideways. To me, there's just such a, such a pervasive, all-encompassing theme that, per, that is like in all science or most science that we see today. Just think about the headline, the twisting of light and, it, and it's proving that God doesn't exist. I mean, in my opinion, I can read this entire article, which I unfortunately did. Um, and it just says that the universe is chaotic. Um, it happens all on its own and God doesn't exist. The power that we observe everywhere is a real power. It's It's been measured. It's 140 million giga electron volts in the amount of power that we can measure, but it's more than just power. It's information. It's scalar in nature. It's undefinable even by the greats like Tesla and J.J. Thompson. But it is real. It is very much so real. And I think hidden by the kingdom of corruption. But kind of a funny little article. Uh, another one here. And uh, where is it? I thought this one was really interesting. There's a lot going on in the Arctic. Maybe we'll visit that in a, in a moment. But, uh, oh gosh, where is that one? Oh, this one. This one I love very much. This was in, uh, I believe, AGU. Um, Earth faster, closer to black hole in the new map of the galaxy. So they, who pre the, these same people who pretend to know everything about what happened in this galaxy billions of years ago, they know all these amazing things about what's inside of stars that are millions of light years away. We don't even accurately know where we're at in our own galaxy worse than that we don't even know what's inside our own planet we most certainly do not know with any degree of certainty what's in any other planet or star or anything else that we're getting that we are much closer you know this is kind of funny is this going to be the, the next global warming we're much closer to the black hole in the center of the galaxy than we first thought we know what we're moving closer to the center of the galaxy and that is a very good thing because there is not a black hole in the center of it, but something much more wonderful than that. Maybe we'll talk about that another time. I would say the great governing coca beam 
and the great stars that produce this power that runs our galaxy, which is a universal uh, power, which goes from just like stars form on Birkeland currents that go throughout our galaxy, galaxies form on, on super intergalactic massive current sheets throughout our universe. Uh, where does it all start? We can only theorize, but we can look at our little galaxy and get a good feel for it. Anyway, moving on to the darker. Um, uh, we'll skip the Tel Aviv. You know, I think we have to briefly talk about this because this is what we're also going to talk a little bit about in the second segment as to where we are at in this great day of take it away. Uh, World um, Economic Forum founder, we must prepare. This is a headline from CNBC. We must prepare for an angrier world. Um, this article, which this article that I'm now switching over to was in the, the Atlantic. I don't really know that. I only read science magazines. I don't normally read this stuff, but United Nations and the origins of the Great Reset. And this article speaks very flatteringly about it. This is uh, a week old. Um, about 2,400 uh, years ago, the Greek philosopher Plato came up with the idea that constructing the state and society according to an elaborate plan, Plato wanted wise men, philosophers at the helm of government. But he made it also clear that his kind of state would need a transformation of humans in modern times. Now, I don't know Plato super well, but that whole sentence makes me want to throw up. Um, the promoters of this great state, anyway, this goes on to say that these super wise people, these elites, uh, are going to guide us to uh, the promised land, but we just need to change, let go of this stupid liberty and change how we think, right? We'll talk about this a little more. We are going to run up against the break. And, uh, yep, uh, not going to be able to say that. So we will see you guys right after this short break. Oh, 10 more seconds. We're going to talk a little bit about supercomputing and uh, the police state and the coming uh, papers and vaccines and all of that. What we need to know to make it through after this short break. involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Um, before we talk about, I, actually, let, let's go here first. Um, I read an article. Gosh, I want to say it's in Zero Hedge. I won't call it up right now because we've got a lot of much more interesting stuff to talk about. Everybody knows the vaccine's coming. Everybody's heard. I'm, I, I'm sure if you listen to shows like this show, that you are well aware of the coming, you know, Freedom Pass. I think that's what they call it in Britain, now, isn't it? Ironic how they always come up with these fluffy names for these disgusting, tyrannical programs. The Freedom Pass, which will allow you, compliant citizen, to travel again. Um, all these horrible things are coming up. Uh, and I'm, I'm a little bit taken aback, uh, you know, where people think all oh, this, you know, these nano chips are to track us. And I, I don't think I, I wish it was only that bad, to be honest. I mean, I hate to be negative, but I like to be real. Um, in this world, I don't think these are to track us, you know, in this world blanketed by our police state, you know, you've got these facial recognition cameras everywhere, smartphones, smart TVs, smart devices, appliances in your home, in your car, in your work. Um, you think they need COVID-1984 nanochips to track you? I think it's darker than that. I really do. Just, this is kind of the sort of thing that I really like studying energy and and the human body and and how we tick energetically how we interact with the energetic environment that surrounds us that cannot be denied um this these nano chips and the whole 5g energy propagation satellite link all that uh, starlink whatever must cause that creepy system um i don't think these are to track us i think this is to 
control us. And yeah, it scares the hell out of me, but you know what? Let it come, right? I mean, nobody said this was going to be a party. <laughs> that it was going to be fun. But um, I think it's so important, so, so, so increasingly important to draw our own conclusions. And really, ultimately, we only have one source, especially for things like deciding whether we're, or not we're going to put this Bill Gates vaccine or the United Nations or whoever the heck comes up with this thing, whether we're going to put that in the bodies of our children or not. Who are you going to believe? I mean, you're going to believe your doctor that was trained by the Rockefeller Institute, as great as a man as he might be. Um, I would be cautious, my friends. I would be cautious. I would, I would take it to the one who knows all truth, and um, and I would, and I promise he'll answer you. That that's what I would do, and that's what I am going to do. And I can I can say we will not be taking the vaccine. We will resist it peaceably, and if that fails, then we resist it unpeaceably. But uh, no vaccine for me at my house and my family. But anyway, I want to talk briefly about this election. I've heard, I have a few people that live around me that are in the local uh, secret combinations, I guess you'd call them here in, in Utah. And I've heard some really amazing things. They're just shocked and horrified. It's almost like dropping F-bombs at church or something. If you even insinuate that you don't have confidence in these elections, right? Like they will, the couple times I've mentioned it, my, my good Christian brethren around me have been like, are you serious? You shouldn't even talk like that. If the people lose confidence in the elections, what are we going to do? And I just want to, freaking choke them, honestly. I just look at this and go, are you serious? Um, we have lost all integrity in our government. It started 150 years ago, and it's, in my opinion, been pretty much complete for generations now. Um, the more people that know about it, the better. What do you mean, if we lose, we need to lose confidence in this. If our government's lying to us, if they're infiltrated with corruption and great evil at the highest places on down, we need to know about it. And if anybody's going to stand up and do anything about it, it's going to have to be us. So instead of being afraid of saying this horrible thing and spreading, you know, we're not spreading through and we say these guys are lying. We're spreading the truth and something needs to be done. Our eyes and our pitchforks should be focused on Satan and his sleazy disciples in their dark ivory tower on the central banks, the corptocracy and the governments of this world that have institutionalized corruption. So I get a little bit bent when people just any thinking person. Brian was telling me how the president's speech was blocked out. I've kind of been in a little I went skiing last weekend and man, we went to a little ski resort here in Utah and it was a mask hell. It was insane. Everywhere on the ski slope, we were told to put your mask on. Sir, I need you to pull your mask all the way up. At the bottom, these little uh, these little punks are encouraging everyone around me and the few people that, that don't have our mask all the way up here in the mountains, in the middle of the mountains, under the sun, <clears throat> no one around me. And they are just acting like we're killing everybody around us. This this These kids were, these kids, these young men that were in charge of running the ski lifts and stuff. More than even telling me, sir, put your mask back on. And I bet I got told 50 times in one day to pull my mask up, to tighten my mask down. My mask is too loose. It's um, it's too breathable. I guess this is a new word. Um, but he would encourage everybody around me. You people need to encourage these guys that aren't doing the right thing to, to start doing the right thing, like trying to create a mob against me, which that kind of brings up another topic I want to talk about. A local patriot here that had a horrific experience that I was hoping was just uh, 
a unique one, but apparently this is starting to happen everywhere, and this is pretty new. Um, it's only been in the last couple weeks, but a gal named Robin Openshaw, some of you might know her as the Green Smoothie Girl. She's a local patriot here, and um, she was flying home with her husband a uh, day before Thanksgiving. They're staying in Florida during the winter. Uh, these are both medallion platinum uh, status Delta you know, frequent flyers. They were getting, uh, they had two flights, one from, uh, I'll, I'll try to be brief, but this is, this is so important. Uh, the flying from Florida to Salt Lake, they had a layover in Atlanta and they did what I do. And maybe some of you do, they wore their masks on the plane and, um, pulled their masks down to eat their snack and to drink their water. And they kind of lingered and let the snack last, which is exactly what I do in these sorts of situations. Cause they allow us Thankfully, they let us take our masks down to drink water, right? Pretty big of them. Well, the stewardess started getting bugged that they were keeping their mask off and not drinking the water and eating the peanuts as quickly as they should. So contention quickly developed. This is a short flight, right, from Florida to Georgia. What is that? Maybe an hour at the very longest. Um, so they land in Atlanta, and they noticed, if you've ever been to Atlanta, it's huge. Um and they had to uh, take the little tram underground and get to a new concourse. And they quickly realized that they were being followed. Uh, Delta uh, representative in a suit, this gentleman named Brandon, uh, was following them for like 90 minutes. They would stop, use the bathroom. They would stop and get a bite. Anyway, this guy followed them all the way to their next uh, gate, at which time they harassed them, told them that their masks were too thin, gave them new masks. When they got on the plane, Robin's mask fell slightly below, below her nose. And that was it. This power drunk bully told them they need to get off the plane. Uh, she proceeded to tell him, look, we're going home to see our family. Please don't do this. I'll, I'll be more careful. I'll make sure it doesn't fall below my nose. She didn't take her mask off. It just slipped just below her nose. He asked a second time. And then when she still pled with him to please not kick him off the plane, he proceeded to tell everybody around them, everybody here needs to thank this couple because thanks to them, everybody needs to get off the plane and we need to sterilize the plane. And they did it, right? They This was a jumbo jet, you know, one that has like five seats in the middle and then three on each side or whatever that is. There's probably, what, 300 people on a plane like that the day before Thanksgiving, angry, furious people. And unfortunately, not one person stood up for Robin and her husband. They were, you know, shouting at him, angry with him. And this Delta representative is whipping this mob frenzy up. Anyway, when they get off the plane, the story gets worse. Um, they're informed that they are now permanently on a no-fly list and they're stuck in the city in which they don't live and they cannot get a plane on any airline. They had to rent a car, drive back to Florida, were not able to go see their elderly parents for Thanksgiving. And she has um, continued to look into this. She now has to get an attorney and fight to get off the permanent no-fly list. I talked to my wife last night. We're going to run up against the break, but there's, I think there's a much bigger lesson and some chilling... Uh, things we can glean from this story. This is happening all over the country and it's pretty new. Um, the police state is clamping down and we need to be aware of it or we're going to be caught um, in some pretty bad situations. We'll uh, finish this story after this short break.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. President Trump's campaign legal effort to overturn the results of Nevada's presidential election will be decided Friday after Carson City District Court Judge James Russell said he wanted more time to review the evidence. Attorneys for the Trump campaign and defendants, which are basically the electors to cast the state's six electoral votes, to prepare for a proposed order by 10 a.m. Pacific on Friday. He said he wanted to give both sides enough time to potentially appeal to the Nevada Supreme Court. Evidence of voter fraud emerges in Georgia. Security video from State Farm Arena shows poll supervisors telling all observers to leave as counting was stopped for the night on election night. When the room was clear, four poll workers are seen pulling numerous suitcases from under tables stuffed with ballots. They then began counting the ballots without any supervisors or observers present. Georgia's governor now wants a signature audit of Georgia ballots. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they helped me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy forms and availability vary by state. 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, the Illinois teenager charged with fatally shooting two people during a summer protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, is to stand trial following a court's denial Thursday of a motion to dismiss the charges against him. Rittenhouse's legal team had filed motions to dismiss the charge of possession of a deadly weapon by a minor and one of two charges of reckless endangerment. Kenosha County Court Commissioner Laura Keating ruled that both charges will stand. Partisan politics plague much-needed stimulus funding. USA Radio News, Tim Berg. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the relief bill should address the pandemic, but instead he says Democrats are focusing on cats and cannabis. They're going to outlaw big tigers, and then they're going to legalize cannabis. They're picking weed over the workers. They're picking marijuana over helping the much-needed money we need to go forward. McCarthy speaking during his weekly press conference on Thursday. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, I, uh, we'll finish up this story. This uh, good friend of Liberty, uh, Robin Openshaw, you may know her as the Green Smoothie Girl, um, was kicked off a flight, uh, put on the permanent no-fly list due to non-mask compliance because a mask slipped down. She was wearing a mask. She was begging the entire time, please, we just want to get home to my elderly parents. You know, the, I believe her parents are quite sickly. She's concerned she won't get to see them again. This was... You know, the day before Thanksgiving and this militant, disgusting Delta employee um, would not would not even think of letting leaving them on the plane and rousted a mob against them. This this to me is probably the most disgusting part. You know, this is a very common philosophy. I, I think of uh, um, 
you know, Christians, um, you know, throughout time and how how these mobs have been whipped up to to fight against them. Um, these power drunk evil bullies that have no mercy. Like Isaiah said, they won't even have mercy on the on the children. There's there's I, I it's kind of funny. I got to tell you a personal story, but I, I think it's relevant to what we talk about a lot on this show. And and this just so you, you don't think I, I very much don't mean this to be a look at me. I figured something out on my own kind of a story because I'm the dumbest guy in any room I walk into and the least of anybody. But, you know, I think if we seek wisdom and knowledge from the source of truth, and that would be God, um, he answers that. And, you know, it's kind of a, an irony. We, I, I went to uh, my wife is a, has a little travel Instagram thing. She has a lot of followers and you guys know how this works. It's all beyond me. But um, because she she's a pretty girl and people follow her, this kind of a high, haughty, pious travel agency out of Australia pays her to fly all over. Um, and we get as a, her family, we get perks from that. Right. So we got this little trip to uh, Paris and and London. And I had the strongest and my wife travels probably three or four times a year to places like Maldives and, you know, exotic little islands that I've never heard of to these zillion dollar resorts. And then she reviews them and she gets paid to do it, which is a pretty good gig. Right. No one pays me to do that. So anyway, as we're coming home, I just had the strongest impression to tell her, babe, this will probably be one of the last times that we fly. By the end of this year, we will no longer have the ability to fly whenever we want to like we do now. And she she rolled her eyes and thinks I'm crazy, which I don't blame her. A lot of people think I'm crazy. But um, I look at this story of Robin. That This family had a three-year-old in New York, and this three-year-old child kept pulling their, her face mask down, which isn't weird for a three-year-old child, right? Well, this militant... I believe this was also Delta, threw them off the plane, put them on a permanent no-fly list. Now they're in New York and have no way to get home. What if you're in Indonesia, right, and you get put on the permanent no-fly list? What in the world would you do then? Um, it is scary, and I, I would really, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying don't fly, but it's disgusting. I have a, my uh, ex-mother-in-law, is a, I was telling Brian during the break, she works for Delta, and she's got like 30-something years of seniority. I won't say her name. But she left. She retired this year during the summer because she's like, Ralph, they are seriously making government agents out of us, and I, I won't do it. And so she retired early. But, you know, there's that peep, there's that, that cloth of people out there that just love a little power, and they don't have mercy. And it's scary. So I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I, I think it's just a sign of our times. It's where we're at in this day of take it away. It's not, when I told that to my wife, um, it's really not something that was on my radar. You know, I'm more looking for signs in the heavens. I watch things like the global reset and this, you know, the, the chip and all those sorts of things. So whether, when we are able to fly and not fly, wasn't really on my radar, but it meant a lot to my wife because as she has watched this unfold, now she has to look at some of the other crazy things. And I don't know about you guys. I bet you Brian can relate to this. It was really good to actually be right about something because I don't know if this ever happens at your house, but like I'll be like, this is my house. I'm like, hey, babe, have you seen my uh, scientific calculator and my reading glasses? They're in the kitchen drawer. Oh, well, uh, I've been looking there for 20 minutes, hon, and they're not in the drawer. And, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking she hid them from me because I left them out again. Um, she's like, again, they're in the drawer in the kitchen. And, you know, back and forth we go. And so I, I bet this has happened to every one of you guys out there. So she walks into the kitchen, reaches right in that drawer, pulls him right out from underneath my nose and slaps him on the table. Happens to me all the time. 
I think it's some sort of a satanic plot to make me look foolish, but um, it was really good to actually be right about something. I can promise you guys that as we stay close to the God of heaven and seek light from him, he can guide us. And, and, and these days will not be fear-filled like they will be for so many. They, they, they won't be for us if we don't choose it. But anyway, moving on, I want to talk about the Anunnaki of Sumeria. This has been kind of a little ongoing study for me. I'm just fascinated with these ancient civilizations, and I think they are so full of lessons for us today. Um, today, I want to specifically talk about the people of Shum, or Sum, as they are sometimes called. Um, known today as the people of Sumeria, or Sumerians. Um, this is the oldest. I, I want to quote Dr. Fair Watkins, professor at San Jose University. The story of Sumer is like a science fiction. They evolved out of nowhere, incredibly advanced, around 4,000 B.C. Okay, 4,000 B.C., that would be 6,000 years ago. Um, they... They evolved, advanced, unlike anything we see anywhere else at any time. Um, he writes a big article about it. But to me, an academic verification of these people is really interesting. Because if, if you recall, we've talked about this before. Um, Adam and his and the great patriarchs that followed him, you know, Shem, Jared, these guys, uh, they were on a mountain. And we know that Cain and his, his people were in the valley. And they started getting this technology. This is in a lot of that. There are so many uh, texts that agree with this story. It has to be true. It, it is true. Um, but over time, I think a lot of it has been taken out and even um, kind of absconded. I know there's a lot of really brilliant academics out there, like Dr. Dan Winters comes to mind from California. Really smart guys that, that are physicists and historians. And they wholly and truly believe that these Anunnaki, these reptilians that created mankind, they created man to make uh, us their slaves. And these people came uh, down from a mountain. What's really interesting, these people of Shum, uh, they believe that they were, uh, they were evolved from uh, noble and great ones, which came down from a mountain. That's throughout all of their writings, all the Sumerian tablets point to the same uh, storyline, right? That their uh, noble and great ones that are the founders of their race came down from the mountains. Um, they were lured down from the mountains. These were the children of Jared. And they were lured down by who? Well, the people of Cain. Um, we can read even in a book called The Pearl of Great Price, we can read a little about, a bit about this. In the Apocrypha, there's a, quite a bit more about how they came down, lured by the children of Cain, by the music of Tubalon and others, by their by their short skirts. You know, that some things never change. Uh, they developed makeup and technology and the forging of metals and all this technology, new sciences resulting in great corruptions. Um, how this happened has not been concluded um, for sure, although it's been debated a lot. Um, I really think that we're talking about the same group of people um, really fighting the same battle, a battle no different than the battle that you and I fight today, right? To stay aloof from all of the things that are pulling us down in this world. Um, it's really interesting. It's an amazing story how these watchers, and I am absolutely convinced that these watchers, 
that came before and after the flood. These were the Canaanites, um, which we'll talk about a little bit after the break. We're, we're almost to the last to the third break, Brian. Okay. Um, one minute. Okay. So we know these watchers, if you remember the book of Enoch, which we've talked about before, these 200 watchers came down and they also landed on a mountain and they coveted these uh, daughters uh, that were on earth. They were, you know, I guess pretty girls and these, these watchers, they weren't angels. I mean, it's widely believed that because it's in the Bible and they came down from the heavens that these are angels, but these are angels that came down and mated with the women on earth. That doesn't sound like any angel I've ever heard of. I believe these were another race, another humanoid race that came, coveted some pretty girls and did some very wicked things. Um, and these these people, these men called the Watchers in the book of Enoch are said in the book of Enoch to have brought all these technologies with them, uh, specifically uh, even uh, soothsaying and, and conjuring up spells and dark arts and secret combinations and all all that crap. Right. It's the same old story. And these Watchers are still around. We'll talk about that briefly. And good old Joshua and the Canaanites after this short break. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is... I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. everybody welcome back um i want to briefly wrap up what we were talking about here um the people of shum which i find this kind of interesting this is just a fun little word experiment um a, a person that is from shum or shum however you want to pronounce it would be uh schumer and um i think it's kind of interesting that we have some pretty uh powerful families in america that are go by that last name it makes me wonder if the uh, it's kind of an irony. The, these Sumers or people from Shum um, believed they were better than everybody because they descended from these noble great ones. Right. And they truly believed it and they kept themselves separate. Their technology was far superior and inevitably or, or ultimately they were destroyed by the people of Canaan. Also giants, probably cousins of some sort to the people of Shum. Um, these were the same Canaanites that lived in um the promised land, quote unquote, in the lands of Israel, Lebanon, up and through that area. And um, up until Joshua came along and the children of Israel after leaving from uh, Egypt. And as the story goes, um, the, this whole land, and I don't think when when a people are, are destroyed that they're ever completely wiped out. You know, God makes promises. The, these were also people called the Hittites. And if you recognize that word, you probably should, because that would be Uriah's wife. Uriah was a Hittite and a darn fine man from everything I can see of the story. Um, we won't go into David's story and Bathsheba, but th this is throughout that reason. So anyway, the story of Joshua, which I, I think is worth mentioning today, um, if you recall, he could not lead Israel against these giants of Canaan because they wouldn't do it, right? The people of Israel, the, the warriors especially, and I would I would venture to guess this was mostly the sons of Israel, not the daughters. Um, they wouldn't believe. They were afraid. They were like, these these people are like huge. We're like grasshoppers next to them. We we can't. We should have stayed in Egypt. It's kind of funny how again and again they uh, wavered after everything they saw. And I try to be slow to judge them, to be honest, because I'm not so sure. I'm not any. Uh, I don't have a heart that's any less hard. But um, so we know what happened. Joshua and the, the children of Israel had to go wander in the desert for 40 years until all these people that wouldn't believe were basically died off. And when they came back, um, uh, Joshua and leading a new army of young men that did believe, 
And they were scared. Like, can you imagine being in the camps of Israel the day before the first battle? These walls were massive. You know, these are 50, 60 foot walls around places like Sumer and Sumeria, which I'm sure were re-inhabited now by the people of Canaan. These were lots and lots of cities, lots of battles um, where they were always outnumbered, not only by bigger numbers of people, but, but by dudes that were 12 feet tall. I think this is one of the things that is, for the most part, lost in our biblical histories but is mentioned a little bit and i think it's super cool to, to learn these things but we know what joshua said he he told his warriors uh, sanctify yourselves kind of like another great warrior uh, general washington told his army our biggest battle is to sanctify ourselves if we do we will win joshua said sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the lord will do wonders um good advice then even better i think maybe advice today so they went against Israel, uh, these giants and ultimately wiped them out. But we know remnants of these uh, Canaanites uh, survived. Uh, notables, Uriah the Hittite. Um, the wife of Joseph of Egypt, to me, is the most amazing one of these stories. We talked about her a little bit. I don't have time to go over her today, but we definitely are going to. Uh, her story is amazing. She's also a Canaanite who is the mother of Ephraim and Manasseh. This is no small person. Her name was changed by uh, Jehovah or Michael. We're not, it depends on what record you read, but her name was changed to City of Refuge, which is an interesting name. But um, I think one of the lessons we can pull from this is that, that God uh, made the earth, not these lizard people. Lizard people, Anunnaki's, did not create man. I think that's an, that's an age-old lie that is still being told today that man came from monkeys or man came from the Anunnaki. No, man and woman came from God. Um, God created man and woman. And I don't think he made the earth and the garden to put Adam and Eve in there to be gardeners. Um, we're here to someday ascend, right? I mean, this has been a story throughout humanity. that That's what we're here to do, to learn and to ascend. Um and like the first attempt of Joshua and other attempts like Zion's camp in the 1830s and many other times, um, God's kids fall short. Um, and why do they fall short? You know, before I get to that, I want to talk just briefly about Eve. I Have I got maybe seven minutes left, Brian? Five? About five. Okay. Briefly about Eve. Um, I love these ancient histories. Um we don't have a lot. We have so very little on Adam and Eve and all the patriarchs. But what little bit we do have from uh, apocryphal writings and stuff, this term help meet. Um, I think that is another word twist that's been done over time. I think there's many deep meanings in this, um, this oldest story in, in human history. The rib story, I think, is really interesting. And you guys probably know the story um, that God took a rib from Adam and and made Eve to be his helpmeet and and you know that's all good and fine and I won't tell you about all the metaphors that are out there you've heard them that she should be by his side and and all of that and that that's all good but I, I think there's something missing here I think there's something lacking um I think the woman is what we as men lack that she Eve his wife, Mother is what we are missing and what we desperately need to be whole. We cannot and will not be whole man without a wife. There is no other way to receive what your wife can give you. Um, heavy, heavy emphasis on the word wife, my friends. Not a partner, not a mate, 
a wife. Yeah, I'm kind of old fashioned that way, but I believe there's great merit in that. Um, not a dude that lops off. Yeah, I, I won't go there. Um, and I really mean that in great earnestness. Um, mocking God's plan is uh, is a vile way to go, and it will yield bitter fruit. Um, I don't think there are any exceptions. And as we press forward into this great day of take it away, I believe woman will be very key. Um, she will sure up the hearts of men that are failing. I... <clears throat> That's not to say that there aren't, you know, dark priestesses like Ginsburg and Hillary and that spastic psycho Pelosi and Marxist Kamala, you know. But for the most part, um, the hand that rocks the cradle is far more be benevolent than uh, than the one that's carrying a lunch pail or a briefcase to work. I kind of prefer the lunch pail guys, to be honest with you, but those guys driving trucks to work every day. But I think there's great, great lessons that we can pull out of these stories from the past, and they're given to us for a for good reason. Um, so yeah, be a, be good to your wife. Listen to her, man. Um, she's very wise. Uh, I want to talk briefly about uh, about Joshua and the Canaanites. Um, we know we know what happened. Uh, the world actually stood still as Joshua was given time to make war with these massive giants. Sometimes sending as little as a couple hundred people against tens of thousands of massive giants. You know there were angels fighting fighting with these guys. And these stories just, I find them so stirring. Uh, stories like the Sons of Liberty that marched under Washington. They're the same story, right? They uh, they did sanctify themselves. And I, I think it's important to, to realize that these, there was no level of worthiness really per se that these guys achieved. They just believed. Um, who will do it today? Um, someone has to do it. It's written and it's going to be done, right? Um, so who will do it? I think the eunuchs of today, if you know who those are, the, the eunuchs were the the lowly. Uh, actually, they were they were um, castrated. They were the lowest of the low, but they those that believe. Um, and it won't require some unreachable, you know, out of sky high worthiness. It won't be the elites. It won't be the mightiest you know, evangelical prophets, it will be the eunuchs, the humble believers. Um, so it always has been, so it will be. Look at Joan of Arc's army and, and the incredible victories that they won, right? Um, the 2000 striplings, it's over and over. And uh, I think we need to get these lessons. These are our great hope for this day. And uh, what good is a patriot or a light warrior in the kingdom if he's afraid to stand and be bold? What If he's lukewarm, if he's savorless salt, and not doing any good, of what good is that person, right? Um, we need to stand for the plan of freedom, free agency, liberty. And if we offend someone, we can't really apologize for that. But anyway, uh, it's been great to visit with you guys this week. Um, I've thoroughly in enjoyed our time together. Next week, I think we'll go into Asareth a little more, the mighty queen of Egypt, mother of uh, Ephraim and many of us today. And you guys have a great weekend. God bless. And we'll, we'll, we'll don't, don't forget to be good to your wife, uh, guys. Um, be good to your husbands, gals. Um, tell your kids you love them and have a great weekend. Don't forget to say your prayers. Bye-bye.